Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo, I got a lot of shit to say So I'ma do this every day I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave Well, well, well. Happy gonna... Friday, John. Happy Friday, Ben. I thought you were going to throw your voice there. It's not like last week, man. We're, we're, we're back, baby. We are back. We are um, back. I can, I, can, I, I can speak again. I don't sound like this no more. I don't think you ever did, did you? I, I rem remember last week I, I was losing my voice and I sounded like a, more of a twat than usual. <laughs> That's difficult, but it hey, is difficult. Yeah, if you say it, if you say it, mate. I mean, one of one of uh, Teresa's followers uh, called me Squeaky, so mm. I just responded to him on Twitter, and I just responded with Squeak Squeak. Squeaky, <laughs> Squeaky, are you a man or a mouse? Well, good evening, <laughs> Beats and Tapes, Robin, Julini, uh, Andrew. Who else we got? Tony, Militant Mushroom. Spencer. Can't forget Spencer. No, I didn't took forget us to Spencer. Dinner. Took, took us for quite a good steak, actually, didn't he? Yeah. I think we've covered everyone in the chat. There's obviously people lurking, but hey, you know, come on in. We don't buy. Hi, lurkers. We, we don't buy. We don't buy. Don't we buy. might laugh. We may mock. But we do not bite. <laughs> we will mock. <laughs> <laughs> we, well, yeah, almost definitely. That is <clears throat> That is our reason for being at this stage in the game, I would say. Yeah, Mocking we're... Friday night, especially. Come on. Yeah, we're no George Galloway, though. <laughs> oh. You want to go there straight away? Should we go there? Just go there. Just go there. At least, you watch at it? least, no. You know what? I, I can't watch George Galloway because he's got a really annoying manner. It's even worse than mine. It's like he just talks down to you all the time. And then when you've got something to say because i'm sorry i've run out of time we'll speak again one day goodbye good day to you he sir then, right so he had brent lee on his show the man that came on with me and i did a one-on-one -on -one with the ex-conspiracy theorist <coughs> and unfortunately unfortunately brent said some pretty reasonable things not unfortunately for us unfortunately for george and the reasonable things he was saying, right? We have to give credit where credit is due. And he turned around and Brent said, you know, I don't follow government narrative. I don't follow what people tell me to follow. I take each issue as it comes. I take it one at a time and I make my own decision. Um, I'm not going to be told what to think. And that's basically the message we give out on this show, right? Um, and he said that very succinctly to George Galloway. They were supposed to have like a 15, 20 minute slot talking about conspiracies and things like that. And when George just had nothing left to come at him with, George just went, um, um, I'm afraid we've run out of time. I'm afraid we've run out. And then he blocked him on Twitter. George blocked him on Twitter. Yeah, he did. <sighs> yeah, I, I Look, just, I, I'm, I'm not a great fan of George Galloway. I, I have to be completely honest here, right? In my opinion, in that conversation, Brent Lee came out on top if mm -hmm. it was a debate. If it was a debate, Brent Lee came out on top. And people can say what they like. To me, I can only tell you what I've seen and how I interpret what I've seen. And what I saw um, was George Galloway becoming a petulant child <laughs> and not knowing exactly yeah. what to do. 
Militant Mushroom says that's a pretty good impression of George. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, instead of actually trying to, you know, continue the conversation, take it away from being a debate, George just cut him off. Yeah. And I just thought that, you know, this guy, let's face it, George Galloway gets far more viewers than we do. His moats, his mother of all talk shows, pays for his lifestyle. He's got plenty of patrons. He's got plenty of viewers. And I just thought it was such a shambles and a shameful way to be a host and to be an interviewer. And I'm sorry if George doesn't like that or if he ever hears this. But George, that's not the way. And you can say, no, Ben, I don't care. I don't care exactly what you think of me. And I'll go, you know what, George? I don't care either. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I thought it was pretty, pretty awful. Uh, Tony Garrett is correct. Would you now like me to be the cut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't watch these reality TV things. It was years ago. Like over a decade ago. Yeah, I still don't um, watch them. But but there's clips about you know, George Galloway. Would you like me to be the cut? Okay. Yes, George. And he gets he's a little leotard and he's licking himself and it's it's quite impressive. It is that 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 George. It sounds sounds very disturbing, actually. Yeah, but you know it's something that he's good at because what he doesn't seem to be good at is pre presenting and and he's not good at presenting a guest. He's not good at presenting. He's not good at interviewing. He's terrible at both. I, I'm much better. He's got a big. Or a Scotsman. Yeah, so am I. I'm much better. But you're not a Scotsman. And so am I. <laughs> I might not be a Scotsman, but if you'd like me to do my full next interview as George Galloway. No, don't. Go, Hello. Good God, Welcome no. to the mother of all talk shows. It's me, George. I mean, it's like, it's not even the mother of all talk shows. It's just bad. Well, yeah. I, I mean, if you want a real mother of all talk shows. <laughs> Maybe, maybe it's I, maybe it's no. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, we, we, we. So are... I, I got, I, well, I appear to be locked out of Twitter at the moment. Um, nothing yep. I do gets through. Um, yep. Because again, again, I made a light-hearted comment. You made a very, very, um, uh, you, I, I would say. Non-controversial joke. Considering some of the stuff I've come out with. Absolutely. I, I Considering... just, you know. Right, so take me through it. Take us through it. Take us take us back to the beginning. Set the scene. Spin the yarn. So this guy, will, this guy makes a tweet and he says, he posts a picture of his cul-de-sac with a 20 mile per hour speed limit on it. And the cul-de-sac's about 20 yards long. Right? Yeah. And I said, maybe it's a challenge. He, he said, FFF, FF, FFS, right? They've now put 20 mile an hour speed limit on our cul-de-sac, right? And it said, I said, maybe it's a challenge for you, you know, to see if you can make 20 mile an hour and come to a stop before you reach the end. And next said. thing, boom, you've been, you've violated Twitter's violent speech category and you are now... In the doghouse, you will not be allowed uh, to not, speak. He's not joking, by the way. Violent he speech. said that was violent speech. It was in violation of Twitter's violent speech yep. policy. 
Yeah. Um, so I appealed it. I so I appealed it, and I, I said seriously. I said I asked a question about a twenty mile an hour speed limit in a cul-de-sac, right? And it came back yep. almost instantly from email, mm -hmm. as your your tweet has been carefully reviewed and found to be a violation. Your account will now be blocked for up to a week. And what what gets even better about that, because I have a screenshot of this, is when they came back from the appeal, they said, reason for violation, blank. blank. And remember when Disabled Journo, my Twitter account, got banned for 11 months? Mm -hmm. Reason for violation, blank. Well, that, that other account that got banned, every time it's appealed, has a different reason for yeah. being banned in the first place. And I mean, yeah. every time. So I've, I, I, I've, I'm done with Twitter. That's it. I'm done I with it. I think you're personally on a Twitter shit list, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm just done with Twitter. It's just, as a, it's a shit program. It's a shit platform. I hope it fucking loses a shitload of money for Musk. I hope he goes bust because he's no better than any of the other arseholes that are trying to, um, trying to, to, to persuade us to follow the narrative. Well, what really pisses me off is he came out the gate strong. Freedom! I'll do a George Galloway yeah. impression as Elon Musk, right? Hello there, it's me, Elon. I come out the gate, I've bought Twitter, and I'm telling you now, uh, you're all going to get freedom of speech and a general amnesty. I'm not going on Gab. I'm not going on any other platform. There's no point. Because they're all just echo chambers. I'm not I going agree. on a platform where people are just going to agree with me. There's no point in that. I agree. Um, if I can't speak, <laughs> I'm not... if I can't speak, the free... irony right now. Sorry, if I can't speak freely without having to go on a platform where just people agree with you, where it's just like allegedly right wing or whatever you're meant to be these days, that's it. I'm just done. I'm done with it. Social media is is. It's just crap. And in fact, let me play a clip, Ben. Let me play a clip. Um, and of course, firings at Twitter have left us with no one to call to flag content that is abusive or even incitement to, to violence. We're now seeing that almost anyone can promote disinformation for the price of a blue tick. So we've still, it's not all bad. We have teamed up with the platforms uh, to elevate reliable information around COVID and climate, to amplify trusted messengers, and we have quite an army of them out there who want to take UN content and promote it within their followings, and also educating users um, on how to slow the spread of disinformation. Our new slogan that we want to have every, everybody have in their ear when they're online is pause, take care before you share. Um, but yet we do feel like we are in an information war and that we need to massively ramp up our response. So we're creating at the UN a central capacity to monitor, monitor and also have the ability to rapidly react when mis and disinformation and hate speech is threatening not just our people, our operations, but also the issues and the causes that we're working on. 
but also we're going to be gearing up our verified initiative around climate change and developing. I've, I've had enough. There you I've go. had enough of this shit. That's right? the, because once that again, United these, these Nations. These are people standing on a stage who have not been elected to do anything for you, mm -hmm. yep. who are now going to dictate to you their version of mis- and disinformation. And I say their version because they are the people at the top, and therefore they get to decide what is and is not true. And people talking to you like this should give off every red flag going in your own head. Yeah. Because it's not up to them what's true. It's not up to them to tell the platforms to tell you what's true. It's up to you to look at the information, look at the individual situation, take it in, look at the pros, cons, whatever, and come to your own conclusion. People that want to feed you a narrative and tell you this is what is true, this is, we are the single source of truth, they don't care about you. They want to control you. It's all about control, goddammit. Of course it is. And, and this is what it's all been building up to because over the last few years, you know, they've been in ex ex in exasperately heading towards us. And this is exactly where they want to be. And it's exactly how they want to do it. And look at YouTube's no better, right? YouTube's doing exactly the same thing. It's starting with medical misinformation. So if Which you terrifying again, if you if you contest anything that is against the the narrative of the WHO, right? If you and and the um, the medical bodies of the representative countries, then it's classified as medical misinformation and it'll be taken down off YouTube. Okay. But now, I have a question, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to ask this question. Well, the, we're not we're not giving any medical information out here, so I think you can probably no, ask a question. But the question I want to ask is: What if the thing that that goes against the World Health Organization or the local government authority is actually true? Ah, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, and that's been quite pro quite conclusively proven over the last two uh, two years or so. Right? It oh, doesn't wait. matter if it's true or not. If it's against the official narrative, it's misinformation. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I can I can attest to this personally when it comes to this very platform. Yeah. It's why I don't own this YouTube channel. It's why I'm a guest on this YouTube yeah. channel, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but because YouTube have yeah. confirmed to me everything that I said that they called medical misinformation was true. Yeah. They have confirmed that to me. Mm -hmm. But they still said, "Don't like you anyway." You're not getting your channel back. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know why anyone is paying TV tax. Um, I certainly have never, never owned a TV license. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> I uh, don't even know what that is, John. Yeah. And uh, sorry. Oh, I got a letter today from the DVLA. Oh, are they cancelled the fine? Not quite. They said if you get the... Garage to send us a letter. We won't take any further action. That's uh, there. You go. Here we go. So I mean, you were trying to sort it while you were here, and yep. and it looks like you got it sorted. Uh, I must say, what is the beer of the night, John? That it's, water. It's uh, it's actually well, it is water, yes, but it's what they term a spritzer. <laughs> I know it sounds a bit gay. <laughs> what's 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 the alcoholic content, John? Four percent. 
Yeah, but what is it? What's the spirit? What is vodka? Gin? No, no, it's um, I think it's well, yeah, I think it's vodka. I think it's a flavored vodka. It's like cherry hmm? uh, and fizzy water. And so there's no uh, brewed stout for me. Yeah, so I'm staying off the beer because um, I'm trying to lose weight, and I really pro- I was going to stay off the drink, but I've just had a pretty shitty day because I was really Good annoyed guys. with that because all my stuff was on Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, so for the for this evening's show, so I was really quite you, perturbed. You did manage perturbed. to salvage it. I'm just gonna, cr- yeah. I'm just gonna very slowly move my wire. <laughs> Steady now. Very slowly. Steady now. That's the kind of thing very that gets your band off YouTube. <laughs> very slowly move my wire. I have moved my wire. It has been moved. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I just want to. I just. I just want to address Luke Honeythunder in the chat. Who says I have no license? I only have the one threatening letter. I put it through the shredder. Yeah, I now, get. I used to get one every time I bought a television. <laughs> look, look, guys. I am. Um, I, I, I keep getting this letter saying that the visit is imminent. I got asked if I was in. I got a letter asking me if I was going to be in on August 17th. And I looked at it and I went, no. There's Chaz. Yeah, yeah well, above John's head. Hey, it but, doesn't matter if you're in or not. What does it matter if you're in? You're, you're not going to let if them they in. Come to the door, yeah. Well, if they come to the door, I'm going to open the door. I will film and I will politely say good afternoon or good morning. And they'll say, oh, we're here from Capita or whoever. And I'll go, that's nice. I don't need to buy your product. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You have no authority over me, Mr. Civilian. Go away. (laughs) I don't need to buy your product. I don't want what you are selling. Thank you very much, sir. So so going back to the platform that was formerly known as... Well, there's a thing, actually, because um, all the communication that I got said I violated Twitter's policy. But I thought we were on X. Yeah, this is X. This is not Twitter. So they've even... even, Go on. They've even sold the bird from the front of the building. Right. So, So the question is... Whose policy did I violate if if Twitter doesn't exist anymore? That's a very, very good question. And I've got screenshots, so I'll be asking fucking Muskrat, you know, whose policy did I allegedly violate, Bob Ike, you know, when I get back on? I'll tell you what else I've done, Muskrat. You can take your blue tick and you can shove it up your anus. Metaphorically, of course. Well, whatever he wishes to do with it, it's up to him. It's his body. Whatever what he, he puts would... in, it's up to him. <laughs> well, this is very true. This is very true. If you would like to insert it anywhere, Mr. Musk, I, I am not going to stop you. I won't stop you. No, I, I won't do it, but I won't stop you. <laughs> exactly. Why is Russell Brand trending? What's he done now? I don't care. Um, I don't. He's, I put him in the same bracket as all the other mega influencers who really don't have anyone's. Um, they don't have anyone's. What would you call it? Uh, what do you call it? They don't have anyone's interest. interest at heart other than their own bank balance. That's all Russell well, Brand's about. Well, this is it. Um, he's he's got his big big contract and deal with Rumble, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, uh, it, uh, he's he's not making money from Rumble off ad revenue like the little guy. No, he's got a he's signed, signed, sealed, delivered contract, and they're paying for everything yeah. when it comes to his show. And and um, it, I mean, 
he he purports he play. I see this is the this is the problem, right? Because the problem is, Ben, we have too much integrity, right? If we would just sell ourselves out, we'd probably do much, much better, you know? No, if we jumped no. on a bandwagon and just rode it out, we'd probably be coining it in by now. But Look, ladies and I, gentlemen, I, boys and girls. I can't do that. That's the problem. Well, what I would like you to do right now, John, is chill out, go to coffeebrandcoffee.com and put in the, the promo code DescentBrew. <laughs> That is the promo code Descent Brew, uh, and you will you will find yourself with a a a five percent discount on yeah. Coffee Brand Coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you led me right into that. Come on, you did. I did. Yeah, I did. But yeah, you, you know, led that, me right. That, the problem is, though. I mean, it's all very well to sell things, which we've we've tried to do. Nobody buys them, but we try and sell Nobody things. Nobody buys it. Uh, but the problem is that I just can't. I can't. I find it very difficult to sell myself out. You know, I can't. I can't. I mean, I can't sit there like um, you know, like Lord Haw or Lady Haw or whatever, or Tokyo Rose or whatever it styles itself yeah. as. You know, yeah. because it sits there, an American citizen who is the voice of Ukraine for the West. Right. The Russian teeth will be gnashing. Yeah. I mean this is a bald dude who has a tash the last time I saw him. Mike, <laughs> Michael John, right? <laughs> so so anyway, it sits there and speaks in complete hate and vitriol, right? Yeah. On the platform that I just get banned for violent speech from. Oh yeah, and and I'm not gonna say that that, that... You know, Cirillo made overt threats of violence, but the undertones were certainly no, no. there, weren't they? Overt threats of violence were made to journalists and, and bloggers and people that were saying bad things about Ukraine. Overt threats were made. They said they would be held to account and they would come for them. That's, to my book, that's an overt threat. Yeah, and and who who is that aimed at? That's it's so vague, isn't it? It doesn't so, matter who it's aimed at. It's still, it's aimed at people that speak ill of Ukraine. Probably we're probably on. I mean, just think about this for one instant, right? Mm -hmm. This country that's being held up as a paragon of virtue. This country that's fighting for your democracy, but doesn't it doesn't have any of its own at the moment. This country has a death list. It's comprised of journalists and bloggers. It does, yeah. Yeah. Just, think, just think about that. This country that is purportedly fighting for freedom for the West has a death list of journalists and bloggers, many of whom are in Western NATO countries. Yes. It doesn't I mean, really sound like democracy or freedom, does it? It doesn't sound like a good place to be, one way or the and, other. Uh, and, you know, I can't work any of this out. And I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I've, I wrote an article on the website a few weeks ago saying it's okay to not know, right? And I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to refer to another article I've just released today on the website, The Curious Case of Gonzalo Lira. And the reason I'm going to do that is because I can't work this situation out. Now, let me break it down for you as, as uh, I don't know, transparently as I can. 
because if I were doing what Gonzo Lira, Gonzalo Lira was purporting to do and running for asylum in Hungary, what I wouldn't do is post like 30, 40 minutes of video before I attempt to cross the border saying exactly what time it's being recorded, showing exactly the location of the recording, and yeah. then releasing it before I tried to hop the border. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing that because then that would be an over invitation for the security services to come and get me. Which they did. Which they did. I, I just don't I don't understand. If this guy is supposed to be so smart, so intelligent, you know, he's amassed quite a bit of wealth by the sounds of things from talking to people down cameras. What on earth, if this is real, if, if this was just his actual thinking while he was trying to, to run away, what on earth would he have been thinking? If you want to see the death list, fun, just go online and search for it. Yeah, you can find it on Telegram as well. It's got a you? website. He does. <laughs> They've got their own website. <laughs> I believe Elijah Schaefer was... I, I, was Elijah Schaefer on the death list? I can't remember. Shit, all the people on it. I was just wondering yeah. if we were on it. You know what? I wouldn't be shocked or surprised. But, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, and, and you know... Fat Scottish guy. Week. Is he on it? <laughs> so, you know, people who collate the uh, Ukrainian death list, as, as, it, as it is, um, let me just assert your fears, shall we say. You would be best... I would be best suffering if you just left me alone. Because if you were to end my life, you would end the constant pain and suffering I'm in on a daily bloody basis. Well, I was going to say something about that, but then again, I probably can't because it might be misconstrued as medical misinformation. But I, what if I was you, what I would do, right, is, is research what statins actually do to your body. Before yeah, you consider fine. continuing them, what? I've been on them for I've been I've been on them for over a year. I, I think I might do that. I think you really should have a look at what they actually do and why they might be contributing to your excess pain, especially in your back and at night. Because uh -huh. I take them in the evening. Well, I I would certain I would I would consult with a medical practitioner. Yes, yeah, so I, I. Do you know what? I think I shall contact my GP. Yeah, but I would. Um, I would do some background reading as well because when I confronted my GP about statins, because I I didn't want to go on them because the GP said you should really go on a statin because your cholesterol's high, and I said my cholesterol's always been high. Um, it's just me. Why do I want to go on a statin? Um, when it's contraindicated for the condition that I have. And the GP said, oh, hold on, I'm, I don't know anything about that. I'm going to have to read the book. And I said, well, shouldn't you have done that before you recommended that I go on a statin? 
Yeah, but I was on um, Naproxen for I think it was thirteen years. They <laughs> yeah. Went. Oh, oh yeah. We we forgot to provide you some stomach medication yeah. to go alongside uh, that. What? So, so, it's, 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 so now right, I'm well, on stomach we, we medication better, every day for the rest of yeah, my life. We better stop this conversation in case um, in case we um, end up falling foul of medical misinformation, like Doctor Berg has. Yeah. So I mean, Doctor Berg's not a doctor. He's not a medical doctor. I think. I think he might be a chiropractor or something like that. But he went into a big. He has a, a very extensive YouTube career in um, providing assistance to people who want to seek natural remedies. Right? If they want to seek natural yeah. remedies, up to them, and he gives them alternatives. Doesn't tell them what to do. He just outlines what things are, and um, most of his stuff's going to be removed. So he's only got 11 million subscribers, but... So most of his stuff's going to be removed, so what you're trying to tell me is he's going to lose his channel, because... Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Yeah, because um, it goes against uh, WHO's narrative. And remember, people, remember. And this comes from the medical profession, so this isn't... This is what they say, right? The medical profession says to newly qualified doctors that in five years' time, half of what you've been taught will be found to be wrong. The only problem is we don't know which half. Yeah, and, and the thing is, these overarching, sweeping policies, which are just essentially a hammer, they don't take into account the fact that things do change, and they don't retroactively make up for what they've done to people when mm -hmm. yeah. people are found to have been completely right. Yeah, so I mean, basically, what YouTube wants to probably become is a glorified TikTok with longer form videos. I think so, and that's why I, I, I genuinely still believe that Rumble might be the best option now. <laughs> yes, I know, because Rumble's going down the same route. It's starting to do this as well. Better not be. It is. It's starting to, it's starting to censor. They're all going to, see, the problem is they're all going to have to do it. So I'm thinking that maybe we should just start switching over to cat videos and, you know, like teddies and things like that. I mean, we definitely could do, or we could just, you know, once we've built up a big enough audience, we could just start hosting this stuff, or at least the more controversial stuff, purely on our website. Yeah, yeah, we could do that, yeah. Yeah, but, um, and if you... I mean, look at, look at my... Um, is our website. Look at, look at my F1 channel, right? Mm -hmm. neglected it's only got something like 12 videos on it it's got yep. over 300 subs and it's got one shot that's done over 324,000 views well the other the other channel the other the other yeah. our other channel um is up like six subs in the last week or so yeah. I'm, i've neglected it completely yeah, because it's because it's totally non-controversial totally non-controversial and this is Making people think, asking them to think for themselves, asking them to question things is not something that anyone in any kind of position of authority wants you to do. They really don't. Absolutely not. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna segue on because Shalini says, I follow quite a few doggies. She does. She follows dog channels. But speaking of doggies, we've had an announcement from our Prime Minister, Richland Sunak, today, haven't we, regarding doggies? Yes. Yeah, the Bully XLs are going to be banned by the end of the year. Yes. So that, that's a good, that's actually a good question because 
one of my one of the few replies I got in this morning before I was summarily banned was um, someone said, "Well, what are they going to do? Because they can't just take the dogs." And I said, "Well, they took your handguns." Yeah. And, and then somebody the comes back. Somebody comes back with some rambling tweet about blah blah blah. But they could take your knives when they're sleeping and blah 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 blah. And then someone says, "Well, it's great to see logic, but no, that's exactly what they did. They took your handguns away. They did. They took them away. That's uh, nineteen ninety six, I believe. Yeah, after the Dumblain shooting, right? They well, took... it was quite a while after the Dumblain yeah, shooting, but, but it was took... because of the they took your handguns away. They did. They took your handguns away. And, um, you know, it didn't make any difference. People still get shot. Well, unfortunately, you're right. You know, because, you say this, because you know what? You know who has the handguns now? There's only the one guys. There's only one class of person in the UK has handguns now, and that's criminals. I agree. And I say that, I say that advisedly. One class. I agree. I agree. Um, and criminals are the ones with the monopoly on violence, unfortunately. Yeah. Some of them are even sponsored um, by the state. Yes, some of them even are sponsored by the state. And uh, the thing is, I, I kind of want to dig down into this a bit, this Bully XL thing, because I've seen a couple, well, I saw Go a on. video of one absolutely mauling a kid just this past Wednesday. I saw that. Um, and there was a man killed in Staffordshire. Yeah, by two uh, who got out of the ground floor window of their owner's flat. Mm -hmm. uh, he was protecting his elderly mother, 52-year-old man. Um, and I'm seeing the argument over and over again that there's no such thing as a bad dog. It's just bad owners. And I'm sorry, but I don't accept that. <laughs> it's like someone saying there's no such thing as a bad wolf. Mm, I'm I'm sorry, but I don't accept it. It's, it's like, um, yeah. I mean, no matter what, no matter what you've got sitting beside you, or 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 walking with, or grooming, or taking for a bath, uh -huh. or whatever, or sleep, or even if you let it sleep in your bed, no matter what you've got, that's a wolf, right? It's a wolf at the puppy stage. Because that's what we've done. We've we've stopped our dogs yeah. growing into proper adult wolves. So most yeah. of them stop at the puppy stage. Mm -hmm. And we get along with them. And that's called domestication. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes they just revert. They revert back to type. And it doesn't really matter what breed it is. But some breeds are more prone to it than others. And, well, and yeah, this is some... from someone who has a dog and loves dogs and has had many, many dogs, right? I also have a dog. Yeah. And I love my dog. But some of them revert to type. It's like, um, it's like uh, you see these guys that bring up lions and tigers from, you yeah, know, from cubs. They end up and... eating them. <laughs> Sorry? They end up eating well, them. Well, sometimes they do, but I mean, yeah, sometimes yeah. they don't. But ultimately, sometimes they can um, revert to type. Yeah. These things are ultimately, instinctively, they are killing machines. That's what they are. Um, they're, they're they're bred and and they are hardwired to hunt. They yeah, are hardwired to hunt their own food. Yeah. Um, and and also hunt for sport. 
Um, Leo says, you can only push a fellow Labrador so far. Uh, Shalini says, dogs are like little kids. Uh, in a way, yes. Well, the only thing that but... stops you stops them having a go at you is the hierarchy in the pack, right? Yes. And this is where people go wrong because if they if they treat if like you never feed a dog before you feed everybody else in the house right the dog always gets fed last right the dog yeah. never should be fed from your table never right? right the dog should know its position in life right and that position should always be after every single human in the house so every single human in the house feeds before the dog does because that's the big thing that controls them food right yeah, if no, you start I've feeding a dog, hand. if you start feeding a dog from the table and giving it snacks and things like that, when you're when either when you're eating or when you're not eating, it starts to think, oh, I'm maybe higher up the pack. I'm maybe up the higher up the pack than the than the daughter is or the son is, right? Uh -huh. So you've got to be very careful with dogs, very careful. And people are and the that's is, the problem. They think they're their kids and they're not your children. They are not your children. No, they're not. They are dangerous creatures. And it doesn't matter what size they are. They are dangerous creatures. And they can, like John said, revert to type. And it can be no bearing on the owner at all. The owner may have done nothing to, for, for this to happen. Now, as it stands, I believe that the, um, the owner of the two in Staffordshire has been arrested for manslaughter. Um... And I think in this instance, he didn't secure his dogs. He he allowed them a place where they could get out. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, as a, you're supposed to be a responsible owner, especially with these bigger, more violent breeds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably correct. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, it's quite frightening. Honestly, I mean, some of these dogs are quite frightening because they're really, really it's big. Terrifying. And very, very strong. It's terrifying. And, you know, you could be walking your dog in the park, and this happens a lot. And you've got a little cute dog, and, mm -hmm. and it's wonderful. And then one of these dogs comes along and just rips it apart. Yeah, yeah. No reason behind it. No no provocation. And this happens a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not uncommon. So two greyhounds take a West Highland Terrier apart in Central Station in Glasgow? It's, it's like I say, it is not uncommon, and especially if you've got more than one of them together, they will attack as a pack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it's even worse. Yeah. These same two dogs in Staffordshire, these same two dogs just six months ago did this same thing, but, but attacked a dog, went after another dog, chased it down the street. The dog that was um running away got into a premier store, you know, like a corner shop. Yeah. Um, managed to get safe in there. These two dogs entered the shop and staff and customers had to hide from these two dogs. They should have been taken at that point. Yeah. So it sounds like the Velociraptor scene from Jurassic Park. Yeah. But they should have been taken away at that point. At that point. And the police were involved then. It's very clear that these mm. were dangerous, uncontrollable dogs at that point. Yeah. And now a man is dead. Yep. <clears throat> I'm just so, saying. Uh, the, th the problem is there's more than one breed that are prone to this. Um, and ultimately, 
it's not a, it's not ultimately about the dogs. It's about the people that keep them. That's the problem. Yeah, but it's not always the people that keep them. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it. Well, but it generally is. That's the problem because a lot of people that keep these types of dogs deliberately pick this type of dog because they want to use it as a weapon. Mm. You know, they want to use it as That's, a status symbol. They want to use it. You may as, press the button. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah. So, anyway, shall we move? I, mean, I know. Shall we I know move? this is heavy, guys. I really do. But you know, these these kinds of conversations are important. They have to be had. Yeah. And you know, as as me and John both said at the start of this bit, we are both dog owners. We are both dog lovers, and you have to you have to understand that this is a, a problem. Kids, other animals adults are getting maimed killed mauled by these breeds of dogs and it's always primarily the you know these breeds are at least very overrepresented in what is doing this although so something has to give although statistically the dog most likely to maul your children mm -hmm. is the golden retriever <laughs> see it's not just about the breed <laughs> Statistically, uh, the the person most likely to kill children is the mother. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That's a, that's a bit of a uh, a downer for you there on a Friday night. Shall we try and move on? Yeah, let's move um, on. Okay, so if, well, let's stay with the topic of death because it's always quite good on a Friday night to talk of death. But remember the um, as remember we're entering the... spooky season as well. Yeah. Well. Oh, do, 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 do. Uh, we'll soon see. We'll soon see Shalini leaving the channel. Um, <laughs> have you? Are you making another Halloween intro for us? Well, we like could just reuse last the old year. one. Sorry. We could just reuse the old one. I you could get lazy get. It was really I'll short. It was good, one. but short. But um, yeah, anyway. One. So moving on. Um, so remember the, um, the 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 people that went to fight for Ukraine. Um, that ended up one of the guys ended up in a lake with his hands tied tied behind them. Yeah, British dead. guys. Yeah, and uh, there was another one, and uh, another point was killed as well. So Ukraine has uh, shed some light on it. The Ukrainian armed forces have shed some light on it, and it's it's other foreigners that are killing them, not not Ukrainian fighters. They're f these mercenaries are these people going to fight for Ukraine? They're fighting amongst themselves. Have you got a bullshit button? <laughs> I, I need one, don't I? Yeah. Carl Pilkington going bullshit. Yeah. That's what you need. I, I do need that. In fact, I think I should do yeah. that. So that's apparently what's happening. It's not. Um, it's not Ukrainian armed forces falling out with them. It's they're falling out amongst themselves and killing each other. Right, we are about um, we're about forty five minutes into the show. I want you to clip this voice segment and use it on the button going forward. Right. Right. Bullshit. Yeah, you cut off, mate. You um, you you clip too much. Bullshit. Got it. There you go. Right. So um, on that, the Polish mercenaries who have been fighting for Ukraine, because some Poles did go over to fight for Ukraine. I think they've kind of had enough now. But the ones that didn't make it back, right, their colleagues that did are saying that um, Ukraine's not following through on the deal. 
they're not compensating the families of the people that got killed fighting for them like they said they would. Of course they are. They ain't got any money. Anytime they get any money in foreign aid, it gets bloody sucked up into Zelensky's wife's Paris shopping trips. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, so there you go. So uh, they're just not following through in their deals. Do you know what? I still don't understand. And we can call them traitors or whatever. You know, people like bloody Cirillo. Mm. Um, but I don't understand why people are so eager to go and fight in a nonsense war and, and get killed in well, a nonsense I, war that has nothing to do with them. I can tell you exactly why. I can tell you exactly why, right? It's because, one, they have a romanticized view of war, okay? Uh-huh. Two, they've been brought up on... They've been brought up on Call of Duty and the inescapable superiority of the West and its uh, vastly superior firepower and technology that would that would you know beat any Russian or or Asiatic force into the ground, right? So I mean Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy laid waste to that argument on CNN the other day. Well these things are found to be wanting, haven't they? I mean <laughs> You know, give credit where credit's due to Vivek. He went on CNN and he he took on Jim Acosta, and the things that he said, yeah. I, I just couldn't argue against. Yeah, Jim Acosta was trying to to shut him down, you know, and he's saying the indictments against Trump. And remember, Vivek Ramaswamy has degrees in law. He knows yeah. what he's talking about, constitutional law as well, I believe. Oh no, he, he's not. He's, he's a he's, he's the he's a the, Shapiro. He's the Indian version of Obama. Oh Shapiro. Sorry? Ben Shapiro is a constitutional lawyer, isn't he? So was Obama, wasn't he? But, but, um, but still... constitutional lawyer, in, don't you know? In Vivek's opinion, and this is just me reporting it, censorship gods, um, the indictments against Trump are a load of nonsense. Um, I think you know what our held opinion on this matter is. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, in his opinion, it's not about, it's not about Putin losing... But it's about America winning, and the way America wins is to try and negotiate and stop a, 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 a military alliance between Russia and China because that would be very bad for the rest of the world. <laughs> too late. It is too late. It's too late. It is too late. <sighs> the only the only fly in the ointment's probably North Korea because China China doesn't want Russia in North Korea. And but, uh, Kim Jong Un's turning up on his train and going to see Vlad. Yeah, but um, North Korea is a neighbour of Russia, so you know I think he's perfectly well, exactly. entitled to, perfectly entitled to 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 speak to him. But anyway, well, exactly. um, <laughs> so so not only did them, not only is Ukraine not following through their promises, they're also insulting half the planet. Did I mention this? No. You you need to you need you said you were going to talk about it tonight, so I'm going to kick back and I'm going to let you describe what. So so here. this chap called Pod Podolak, some Ukrainian foreign minister or whatever, said that um, India and China have weak intellectual potential <laughs> and are unable to discern what's actually going on in the world. <laughs> right? Okay. 
That was his words. The world's manufacturers. <laughs> Sorry? The world's manufacturers. <laughs> he said they have weak intellectual potential, right? So basically, he's saying they're on the retard, right? Uh, and he's only he's only just counting what three point six billion. Well, not that. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be like four billion people, isn't it? It's half the world's population. Yeah, right? it's around half in mainland China and mainland India. There's yeah. about half the world's population. Yeah. Yes. So China, the China, the Chinese foreign minister has said to Kiev, um, "Could you clarify what you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> by weak intellectual potential, says says the Chinese guy who had civilization, right? And were making fireworks and having tea while while the Slavs were grubbing about in the dark eating pony dung. <laughs> so so yeah, I, I think he's asking them to clarify their position. Hey, Ukrainian! You tell us what you mean. You call us dumb. So, 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 um, e the EU has a, has come up in the world. Okay, it's now the second, the the world's second largest importer of Russian oil and gas. <laughs> In 2023, those sanctions are biting hard. <laughs> I think last year it was only the third largest importer of Russian oil and gas. Now it's the second largest. Only China imports more. And you know who China sells a lot of that imported oil and gas to? The EU. The EU, yeah. And, and third in line is India. And you know who India sells some of the imported oil and gas to? EU. So I pretty oh, much think I pretty much think the EU is keeping Russia going. <laughs> and while uh, Ursa Ursa von Leyen was um, was telling people about the state of the nation in a recent address, one of her commissioners was spotted knitting. <laughs> Those people that are unelected to rule you people. She was sitting knitting while von der Leyen was telling the people the state of the EU. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she was sitting knitting and not sitting there doing, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, like Maloney. Did you, you saw the video for that, yeah? Oh, my did I? He, he'd definitely been, she'd had a heavy night, she sure. She'd been on the marching. She'd been marching she, all right. She, She'd, she'd had a heavy night, that is for sure. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, to make a video debasing yourself so much, going, look at me, I'm so glad to be an honorary fella. <laughs> um, <laughs> you've got to be on something, surely. <laughs> that wasn't what, that wasn't uh, Maloney. That was, um, it was. no, that was, uh, that was uh, oh, the oh, one from yes, Estonia. Right. He's also on it then. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah, Maloney's fucking Italy, isn't she? Yeah. I yeah, am she not. Is. By, the, by the way, I apologise, people. I'm on less than two hours sleep. I'm not with it, and I'm going to crack on through for right. you. So, um, so hit the share let... button, hit the like button. <laughs> let let let's go. Let's go into our wonderful journey into the mind of the leader of the free world, of the man who has his finger on the pulse and the nuclear trigger of the United States of America. Let's go into the mind of Joseph R. Biden.
So he he recently just told people that he um he had been teaching political science at Pennsylvania University for four years. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> not true, is it? <laughs> no, it's not just not true. It's a blatant lie. <laughs> And that's fact-checked. That's a lie. He's never been a professor or a teacher at Pennsylvania University, and he's never taught political science. <laughs> I give you, Joseph sure. R. Biden, who possibly... He, I, I think I'm going to come on tomorrow night and do a little chat about um, reality and how we understand it. And Joseph R. Biden might actually pop up in that. Because you know what I'm, else he did? You know what else he did? <laughs> he also told a bunch of rabbis that he was brought up in synagogues. <laughs> that's, that's not true either. <laughs> You know what else I guarantee you is not true? What? I bet Corn Pop was a really good dude. I bet Corn Pop <laughs> never bloody existed, mate. If he did, I bet he was a really good guy. Yeah, so... Bound so, up member of the community. So not only is Joe's memory failing, it's now failing spectacularly in that he is inventing... <laughs> Previous careers that he never had. <laughs> Along with, so, remember, remember, he was a member of the Senate for 120 years before he became vice president. <laughs> look, guys, I don't say this in a derogatory way. Uh, this is just my opinion. And it's not derogatory when I say this, but he is demented. <laughs> he is very demented. clearly, very, very clearly, he is demented. He has. Probably late stage dementia at this point. Yeah. Um, he can't. He, he he, is, he's not running. He's not running for president again. No, his body might be. No, he's he's pulling out. He, <laughs> he, he'll, he'll pull out. He'll pull out. He'll be. Or he'll be pulled out. He just. He, he can't. He can't run. I, I mean, I I put it in the book. I said that he would be. He'd be withdrawn at the last minute. And he I will be. An article. I remember an article during the 2020 presidential election that simply said, don't die, Joe Biden. All we need is your body to get Trump out of office. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I think we, we're almost, we are, we are there. We are there. Is, you are. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is like watching a three-year-long car crash. The thing is, he's not stopped. He's getting worse and worse, quicker and yes. quicker. Look, uh, Vaughn says, "Come on, man, you're oh, very close with Mandela, don't you?" Know? I've got, I'm going to do. I've, I didn't do that shot today, but I'm, I, I've got a, I've got a little video I'm going to do, pointing out where um, where the Wi Fi's got it wrong. Yes, uh, well, I, the, I'm not too sure that. AJ or the Wi-Files—they're not—they're not really doing it for accuracy. They're doing it for the dime, right? Yeah, I know he—he—he he, he is doing it for the dime. But if he's going to do it, he's got—he he should be doing it right. Yeah, I suppose so. 
I suppose so. I mean, it is very entertaining. And no, it's, it's entertaining, things. but then if you're going to be entertaining John, and not get it right, you end up losing I your channel. You I give you permission <laughs> to cover make... me up with Chaz right now. To what? To cover me with Chaz oh, right now. Oh, right. Are you not feeling right. great? No, no, no. It's just for a second. Just for a couple of seconds. Yeah. We need somebody to animate this bear. Yeah, done. So that we can do some bits. Not add. <laughs> I'll I'll come up with a voice for it. Don't worry about that. I'll yeah. come up with the voice. It won't be. Hello there, game my basement. <laughs> Hello, my name's my name's Adam. Yeah, that's yes, one of the good Yeah. Yes, if somebody can animate this for us, um, and uh, and for free, I might add, um, we would really appreciate it. Uh, come talk to us, send us a message on, well, me on Twitter anyway. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, I'll, I'll provide the voice. I'll make up a voice. It's fine. Um, no, don't do Donald Duck. I don't like Donald, I do Duck. Donald Duck. I think Donald Duck saying, sounds like a perv. Always have done. Anyway, right. Are you, are you finished with Chaz or are you going to say something? just saying to people we need yeah oh, right. a visual guide here you can oh, right. say bye a visual bye, cue. Say, bye bye say bye bye Chaz. right bye -bye. okay uh right uh where were we oh and the last thing on joe biden is apparently he's suffering a terrible depression because of what's happening to hunter well did you not see it coming joe come on i'm i'm sorry but i'm so disappointed with what's happening to hunter yeah, I'm like, is that it? Three charges, it? three charges of lying on his gun application. Is that it? I mean, I mean, it's fine. Nothing to do it's with fine, the underage but... hookers, the excessive, the excessive um, threatening behaviour with a firearm, the the um, massive consumption of drug, drinking drugs, allegedly. <laughs> I seen a video yesterday yeah. of him. Uh, I think it was smoking crack whilst driving over a hundred miles an hour to Las Vegas. Yeah, I tried to watch that. There was no allegedly. A... I tried to watch that fear and loathing in Las Vegas and gave up. I, it, 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 it's one of those things that just doesn't flow. I just couldn't. Harold says he couldn't watch it. No, I, Harold says he can play Chaz with sophistication. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why did it go? I'm not sure. It's I want. To, I'm not sure. Yeah. I trust Harold getting his hands on Chaz. <laughs> <laughs> You want to keep Chaz in-house, do you, John? Yeah, yeah, possibly. Right, anyway, moving on, moving I could on. Give him the George, I could give him the George Galloway voice. Oh, God, no. No. Hello not... there, John. It's no. me, George. No, don't it's do me, that. Chaz. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's, <laughs> that's just a fake accent that George Galloway puts on. I don't know where he got it. Because that's why they're... it's so easy for me to do. Yeah, no, because nobody in Scotland speaks like that. No. I, I don't know. No, I don't know where he got this accent, but... He's he's just perpetuating a myth. Anyway, um, so apparently it was a US, it was a UK cruise missile that was used to attack Sevastopol. Yesterday. Was it yesterday now? A UK donated cruise missile or a UK fired? No, a UK missile. donated one, but getting close. And then apparently Russia had fired two missiles at an RAF plane in international airspace. The question is... 
again, you have to ask, there's two countries at war with each other. Why are we dicking about in the Black Sea on the border of Russia? Who knows? Do you want to be filed upon? Because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and, and you know what? It was a spy plane. <laughs> yeah, I know. They make it out with 30 air crew on board. No, with 30 military personnel on board, you know? Who were spying. Who were spying on Russia, yeah. And, and we don't support Russia, but... We don't support ourselves, putting ourselves into a position where you're going to start a war with Russia mm. because we're not going to win and we're all going to be dead. That's something I just don't want to support. I don't want like, like, everybody to be dead. It's such a conundrum, right? Because we go back to what I said about the Ukrainian kill list earlier on and, and in explaining to the Ukrainians mm. that leaving me like this would be better. Uh, but I like being alive. I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy being alive. I enjoy Ooh. you know each each different day as it comes. I enjoy these shows. I enjoy these people. I enjoy I enjoy it. Right. And anyway, I don't let's, want to end up let, dead. Let's start lightening things up a bit, shall we? Um but before we do, before we do, there's a couple of quick things we need to cover. Uh one the the babysitting sorry not the babysitting case the um the case against the guy that's alleged to have adopted Mac Madeline McCann is crumbling. Big shock. Uh, because the person who was actually the main witness is maybe saying, well, actually that maybe didn't happen, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, I, th I think um, that's going to crumble. Uh, and secondly, it wasn't Ben. Needham that was found in the Danube. That's been confirmed. It wasn't. It wasn't him. Okay. Okay. So some other kid, some other poor missing yeah. kid. Yeah, found under a slab in the Danube. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty shocking. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah. lighten the mood for a second. Yeah. I'm just going to mute myself whilst I uh, scream, whilst I put my knee back in because it's proper. Right. Out. Okay. So, giving up. Giving up for climate change, um, they want you, the, the Guardian are now on the case, and they want you to give up all your pets. So um, not only do they want to ban certain breeds of dogs, they now actually want they want you to think about giving up your pets for climate change, you know, because it'll make a big difference. I have a very um, reasoned and well-thought-out response to this. I've been thinking about this for a while. I should have clipped um, it. Bullshit? <laughs> No, 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 no. I've actually been thinking about this, John. I've go I've, in. I've I've read the arguments. I've I've taken them on board, and uh, I've formulated a response. Would you go like on. to hear it? Yes, please. Fuck off, Guardian. <laughs> okay. Um. Right. Did I um? Did I play the? Did I play the uh, Woody Harrelson clip on Wednesday? No. Can I play it now? Then can I? As, as long as I can hear. Um. And the kind of guy who just thinks it's abominable when a superpower with all this military might, with no provocation, you know, attacks a, uh, you know, a, a just unprovoked attacks a, a, a country that is, uh, you know, like, like, you know, Iraq, uh, sorry. Afghan, I'm, I'm sorry, Viet, <laughs> Korea, no, sorry, Ukraine. Uh, terrible. 
Yeah, I lost my way there. Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I thought he did well there. I think so too. I do think so too. Right, let's lighten the mood a bit. Let's let's stay on the the, the movie stars at the moment. Have you seen the Mads Mickelson clip? The what? The Mads Mickelson clip. No. So uh, they they were promoting a new film, and um, they were asked the question because it's uh, <laughs> the diversity question. Are you scared or worried because it's it can't be submitted for Oscars because there's not enough diversity in your movie? And Madge just responded, Why are you? <sighs> okay. Boss. Sounds cool. Yep. Okay. Well, this is the thing. You've got to put this question back on these people because yeah. they can't answer it either. No, they can't. Because oh, no. if they do, if they answer this question, they show themselves to be racist. Because who gives a shit about the racial... I'll tell you who do. The Academy. The Academy care. Yeah. Because you have to have a certain amount of diversity in your cast now. Percentage-wise. <laughs> by, by diversity, they mean skin colour, by the way. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. to be eligible for an Oscar. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So right. Me... right. In uh, Let's actually try and lighten things up, Okay. Mm. Right, so um, and and this one, this one, although it does involve death, it's slightly humorous. Okay, <laughs> so this right. Colombian chap goes to the doctor, and he's having problems pooping, and um, he has a heart condition. So he's eighty years old. He's having problems mm -hmm. pooping. He says he hasn't been able to go to the toilet for seven or ten days. Right, and the doctor goes, right, okay, don't really want to eat. The, the guy thinks he should get an enema to help him poop. And the doctor goes, I don't really want to do that because that can cause issues with your heart condition. So he gives him a, a laxative and sends him home. And then the guy, the laxative doesn't, isn't doing it. So um, he goes back and sees another doctor who does give him an enema. And then apparently he... He violently expelled his fecal matter so so quickly that it stimulated his vagus nerve, which caused his heart to fail, and he basically had a heart attack and died. So quite tragic. Very tragic, and really an argument for sometimes listening to your doctor, right? <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Sometimes they do know what they're talking about, you know? Yeah, um, I mean... But don't let it go seven or ten days before you need to poop. But, and, and also, you know, linking this somewhat to another story that didn't include a death, make sure it doesn't happen at 35,000 feet as well. <laughs> the air, the, there was, air, was it Delta? No, I to turn back I to Atlanta. So. Yeah, I remember yeah. we covered that, yeah. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, if if you if you poo too quickly, it what it causes is it causes your blood pressure to drop really quickly. And if you've got any yeah. kind of heart condition, you can you can pop it. Anyway. Yeah, you can. There we go. So um, and 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 actually, and there's been a lot of death in this show, Ben. There's been a lot of death. 
But um, I, I want to cover the next this one. This week, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I want, I want to cover this one. This is another death. This is death by pasta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the headline is, the headline is 20-year-old male reheats pasta, right, and dies from it. Okay? No. Well, yes. Yes, he did. He did. Did he blow up a microwave? No, 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 no. I, I think I think what was trying to be elicited by the person who, who made this post was that it was one of those, you know, died for no apparent reason. Because you don't normally reheat your pasta and die the, the same day. Oh, yeah, okay. Right? Okay. But that's not you. actually what happened. So what happened was guy had pasta, left half of it out on the counter for five days. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Then reheated it in the microwave, ate it, and later that night had severe vomiting, diarrhea, and was found dead in his bed the next morning. Now, that's the truth behind the headline. That's the problem. This is the problem. So there you go. Death by pasta. I, I mean, uh, I I can't. I've got nothing. Honestly, I've got. <laughs> five days is pushing it. I mean, five days <laughs> at room temperature. Room and bear in mind. Five hours is pushing it. Bear in mind how warm it's been over the last. You know, over the summer. And also, also bear in mind that pasta is egg-based, for the most part. Pasta mm -hmm. is egg-based. Mm -hmm. And that shit spoils very easy. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> you may have eaten all the things, Vaughn, but were they left out in the heat? Tony Garrett, Tony Garrett, I believe that's exactly what happened. He made a culture and he consumed it. Yeah, yeah. And it was probably it... some kind of flesh-eating parasite in there at that point. Um, I mean, the question was, did he think the green stuff was parsley or penicillin? <laughs> I mean, I, t I tell you what, right? I've actually suffered from... I've, I, I'm a conversational narcissist right here. Um, I, I've actually suffered from cryptosporidium, which I got from pork at a Toby Carvery, right? You got from a fork? Um, pork. Oh, pork. From, what, undercooked? Yeah, uh, yeah slightly... Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I ended up with, and I wasn't even allowed to touch my infant son for three months. And it was, I tell you, it was something else. Bloody it hell. really was. Um, I had to, if I did have to attend to him, I had to put gloves on uh -huh. and, and everything. Um, but that, that was fucking dreadful. Yeah. So I can only imagine what that five-day-old fucking pasta did. <laughs> well, it killed him, mate. It killed him. Well, exactly. One of one of our, one of my old neighbours, um, his son caught uh, E. coli, the Ooh, bad one. That is a killer. Yeah, he got that the bad is a one killer. From, they reckon they got yeah. it from a lamb over the back because we backed right. onto fields. They reckon they got it from the sheep. Mm. Don't know what he was doing with the shape, but he was English, so. 
<laughs> if he'd been Welsh, well, I could have told you what he was doing with the sheep. Yeah, I was going to say, good thing he wasn't Welsh. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't really eat rare pork. Um, apart from that, you also can get bladder worms from pork. Uh, yes, you can. And they're they're really pleasant. You know, they, they migrate into your brain and end up blowing up into these big abscesses inside your brain. Yeah, it's good good stuff. Wonderful. <laughs> anyway, right. Uh, girl finds out that her boyfriend is cheating with her. Right? Right. Because they sink their Fitbits. Right? Oh. And she got a notification at 2 a.m. that he just burned 500 calories. <laughs> went for a while then. There's <laughs> <laughs> well, lesson. Never sink. Don't have a. Never have a dual account. <laughs> a joint account. And don't sink your footprint. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I uh, we've got to the point now where you're telling me these stories, and I'm going, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" I got a story for you. Go on. Um, it's been blowing up. It's been blowing up all over Twitter for the past few days, and also um, now it's spilled out into YouTube a bit. So, Dancing with the Stars, which is America's version of uh, what Strictly? Called Strictly Come Dancing, yeah, right. Um. Announced their their celebrity lineup this year, and there was a name on there. And that name was Matt Walsh. Okay, I know that Instantly, name. Instantly, yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. know that name. Jo- uh, right? No, right. Okay. Anyway, Daily Wire, Matt Walsh. Yeah. Right. But instantly, the left on Twitter went into fucking meltdown, and there was only a name. I might, I, I'll add. Right? They went into meltdown. They started trying to cancel Dancing with the Stars. They were calling them, they were accusing them of giving a racist and misogynist and uh, all of this a platform. How dare you, ABC? Um, They got the wrong Matt Walsh. (laughs) They got the wrong fucking Matt Walsh. It's some actor from some show called Veep. And I tell you what, Matt himself, Daily Wire's Matt Walsh, has made a brilliant response video to all of this um, about his appearance on Dancing with the Stars, and I could not do it justice. It's bloody hilarious. So You should go and give it a watch. So why... What does it matter? See, this is... It's like you were asking earlier. When when did the... When did the left become the right, and when did the left become the arbiters of free speech? Um... Because well, this is the thing, right? it's like everything seems to have rotated. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just bizarre because the people that used to call for free speech are now the well, people, people like that me. oppose it. Well, this is really, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because I, I actually disagree that they are the people that oppose it. Okay, so hear me out here. There are so many people now that are called far right who sit classically lefty liberal. I'll give you some examples. Sargon of a card, Carl Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Right? 
classical lefty liberal myself classical lefty liberal um but yet we are now being labeled something we have never been and we're being labeled it by people who let's face it are the authoritarians and and always have had that authoritarian streak in their life a lot of these people are not the people that went to woodstock a lot of these people are not the people who who hug trees and, and summer of free love and and you know called for all of that shit they are not the lefty liberal hippy dippy tree loving twats like us yeah what they are is authoritarians little authoritarians who have finally found some kind of outlet some kind of place some kind of issue that they can exploit in order to impose their own control upon people these are not left-wing people i'm sorry we need to stop calling them the left because they're not not traditionally anyway i mean back in the 90s it was the right the conservative christians who went into places like congress and said video games are causing violence yeah right yeah it was but these people are not the same people now that are calling for free speech they're not no no they're not something has happened the overton window has definitely shifted and that is part of it but what does that mean so the overton window shifting meaning let's say for example i'm center left right uh-huh. people have become so entrenched in their far left ideology that they believe it to be the norm and they believe it to be the middle ground and they genuinely believe it so they think they're the center so then when they look at somebody that may be to the right of me of them even though i am a traditional center lefty liberal they go that person's really far right to where i am yeah. and i'm in the middle and they're not no they're not so they're they actually think they're closer to the center than they really are oh they, they do they, they they genuinely believe these people they genuinely believe and i believe it is a genuinely held held belief as well mm-hmm. that they are the center ground they are the moderates and they're not they're authoritarian extremists who are often racist often sexist often homophobic and they don't see it well yeah they think yeah. I, th- I think you're right they... i think you're 100 percent right and i mean it's like when when someone who you think should be a liberal like like jacinda Ardern, right should be a socialist liberal right when she yeah. when she turns around and says we are your single source of truth they're not there's no such thing i know it's, and when trudeau does the same thing you know and it's like these guys these guys are wet they wear wetties right hmm? they should have been big soft liberals and now they've turned into jackbooted ter- you know tyrannicists and you know what i think for people like that for people like jacinda ardern justin trudeau i'm not so sure about when it comes to this but i think for people like jacinda ardern what they did was they just latched themselves onto this stuff and then you you start to believe it and and they did it to further their own political career yeah they start to believe it they start to believe right And, and i guarantee you when they first started talking about all of these causes and things like that. I didn't believe it. Of course yeah. they didn't. 
Of course, they didn't. It was just yeah. popular. It's like everything, I suppose. If you tell yourself something often enough, you actually do come to believe it. You think it's true. Yes. Yes. I, you know, I've told myself often enough that I'm the best-looking person on the planet. And you believe it. You firmly do believe it. <laughs> a tyrannicist. Fuck you, Leonardo. I think that's a word. I think that's a word, Vaughn. A tyrannicist. <laughs> Look, I, all I'm saying is, John... This is beautiful, and I'm entering you into rear of the year. <laughs> right. I've Here watched him. I've watched him lean over a pool table, and some <laughs> of you in this chat have as well. <laughs> I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the last <laughs> clip. I'm gonna play the last clip. That's that's is the Irish have really taken the biscuit here. Oh, go on in. Right. It's a huge, mysterious crater that looked out of this world. But is it? The unusual hole on Port Marnock Beach stopped local astrophysics enthusiast Dave Kennedy in his tracks yesterday, and he's certain the small but heavy rock inside it came from up above. As you can tell by here, there's a scorch mark on the side here, so that would have been at the angle that it came down at. And uh, it is weighty. I'm not sure if it's composition, but we're definitely going to have to find out. The striking holes the attention of passers-by, many hoping that what they're witnessing is the aftermath of a once-in-a-lifetime cosmic event. Well, I'm so full of shite, but I want to be on the television. Uh, we're gonna take we're gonna take this little rock that we found in the hole, and we're gonna take it for analysis, guys. I think I don't think he found the rock in the hole. I think he's gone and fucking found a rock. that was on TV. House. It was on TV. This is the land of your girlfriend's fucking forefathers. <laughs> or foremothers. But yeah, this is where she comes from. <laughs> We're gonna go off to Tato Park. We're gonna go ride the roller coaster. We're gonna get some crisps, uh, and then we're gonna talk about the aliens. Get Tito's. So, so I mean, this is what men do on beaches. They dig holes, right? Regardless of age, that's what men do, don't they? They dig holes, and this I guy holes, just yeah. dug a hole. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, this clown has is, come thing, along and went, whoa, that's obviously got me by a meteor. And this is something women will, will never understand, right? And this is something women will never understand. Because when we start digging a hole, we might we might set out to, to dig like a tiny little hole. Maybe all of a sudden, there's a six foot deep pit and there's a series of trenches leading to the yeah. sea so we can get the sea to come up and fill up our hole, yeah. right? It takes time, it takes effort, but it's engineering and we bloody do it. We do. <laughs> it's so, so there you fucking go. 
<laughs> take some biscuits. And, and I tell you, there is nothing more satisfying than when the tide starts pushing in and it starts pushing along your trench but... going towards your house. <laughs> and you're just going, yeah. Steady on, steady on. <laughs> we don't want stuff pushed along trenches here. But, you know, <laughs> it's classic. The guy who filmed it, who filmed his day out of the beach, saw it on the news. <laughs> That's my fucking hole. That's my fucking That's my hole. hole. I did that hole. <laughs> Look, I got the video evidence. I dug the hole. <laughs> deary, dearing me. So, so, um, <laughs> I, I, I. Oh, the Irish start helping the stereotype. Hundred oh, percent no. right. I'm sorry, John. I've, I've been digging a fucking hole. <laughs> oh, dear. So I have you... not had live chat on all evening. I should probably do that. Um, there but... you go. That, that's I me. Think... I'm done. I was going to say. I think <laughs> it's a nice high place to. <laughs> To, to to leave them wanting. Uh, oh, oh, and good John, yeah. we'll be back, I believe, with you tomorrow night. Yeah, I think I'll be back tomorrow. I think maybe 8 o'clock. We'll talk about reality. Um, yeah, good, to talk good about deep reality. conversation, yeah. Whether or not I will be joining, well, I can't join from the studio because I have the children tomorrow night. But I could join at some point. Um, <sighs> nice. Vaughn says, do you see the one in Florida where a Florida man dug a beach trench up to a reservoir and it started draining? That's that's not good. <laughs> it would be so satisfying. Though, just going, yes! I did that! <laughs> so with that, thank you. Thank you one and all for attending this. Jason Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. Huh? you've enjoyed the show please don't forget to leave a like on the channel subscribe to the channel if you haven't and of course you can support us further by heading to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent kofi ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent or right here on youtube you can hit the join button you could have sent us a super chat during the show and i'm quite offended that nobody did john say goodbye to them again goodbye people you know what it's been great for you <laughs> To my party, we're just getting started. A life is a dream or a nightmare scarring. Hand me a drink, cause I think I'm going all in. Get me a shrink, who can catch me when I'm falling? Cover up my scars, flip the handlebars, crashing in my car. Wake up in a bar, I'll be a superstar. Just on my avatar, this world is so bizarre. Empty out the reservoir. Yeah, I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face. And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place. Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way. So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay. I think I'm going crazy, don't think I'll get on safe. So I'm taking six shots all straight to the face. I'm taking six shots, are you coming with me? I'm taking six shots, yeah, straight to the face. And I wanna get lost, I'm sick of this place. Don't know how to stop when I'm feeling this way. So I'm taking six shots till I'm feeling okay. I think I'm going crazy, don't think I'll get on safe. So I'm taking six shots all straight to the face. I'm taking